they don't say who always come outside go go naziza nevaza omulokosi tukute nereza yesus yesus Amen. Let us pray. Blessed, kind, heavenly Father, we come in your presence. We thank you for all that you have done for us, Lord. For your grace that keeps us, protects us, provides to us. Lord, keeps us alive in the spirit. Keeps us overcoming the fiery darts of the 
adversary keeps us healthy and strong. We thank Lord God for it all. Thank you for giving us clothes on our bodies. Food on our tables. And every good thing that you have given us Lord. For in these days Lord. We live by faith. In you Lord God. And it's because of you. That we don't fear what is happening around the world. But out there, men's hearts are failing them for fear. But with us, you are with us, Lord. And that's why we are not worried. That's why we are not scared. Even, Lord, we commit this day in your hands. We commit this service before you. Let it be yours fully, Lord. Take over, Lord. Have preeminence. Father, speak to the hearts of your children, Lord. And Lord, use me as a channel to deliver your word. Heal the sick, Lord. And everyone that is oppressed, hear them, Lord God. Here is a prayer request, Lord, that we present before you. A brother Enoch Ambilu, whose eye is swollen and pain. Father Lord, we pray that you reach him. Touch and heal him, Lord. Let the power of the devil be defeated. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come upon him. Anoint him, Lord God. And quicken his eye back to its normal condition. Thank you, Father. And any other person who is sick, who is ailing any believer Lord God we pray for them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ touch them Father heal them and make them well in the name of the Amen. Amen I want to say shalom everybody everybody uh, we love you and we miss you. Yeah, we long for fellowship with you. We long to shake your hand. We long to see you. And uh, we pray the Lord will make it possible that one of these days we shall meet again. Although we don't know when, we cannot predict, but the Lord knows when. Yeah, we normally sing a song when we are parting. Till we meet at Jesus' feet. You know, I like the thought that is behind that song. For it means if we don't meet here on earth, we shall meet in glory. And if we meet here on earth, we should meet at Jesus' feet. And if we meet in glory, we shall still meet at Jesus' feet. As believers, that's where that's our meeting place. 
But this morning I believe that we are meeting in the spirit. And uh, it's my prayer as I've already prayed that the Lord blesses you. And keep pressing on. Stand very strong and firm. The Lord is with you. Amen. Amen. For he promised never to leave us. There are no circumstances that can challenge our God. No can fail his promise. Even in such a time as this, with very strange and unique uh, atmosphere around the Unpredictable atmospheres. God is still with us. His goodness is new every morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is good all the time. Praise the Lord. Uh, so I want to speak to you this morning. About uh, man and his surroundings. Uh, we studied in school about geography. And it is uh, defined as the study of man and his surroundings. Yeah, in other words, you cannot know what surrounds you unless you have discovered it. For example, when you are born, you see this uh, earth where you are. And you imagine the whole world is like a, a land. But when you are taught that uh, where we live is just a, a small island. And we are all surrounded by water. It's a mystery. It's almost unbelievable until you travel in the air. That's when you can discover that. Amen. Amen. Yeah, when you are told that the world is like um, a ball, you cannot believe it. Because to you it is flat. It's like a table. But they tell you it is round. But those who go uh, far high in the sky, they sit down the earth Round as a ball. And they see all the space that is around it. That is, that is unmeasurable. So uh, for you to know what is around you. You study. And uh, those are some um, wise ones. I've tried to discover 
then they bring it to us. Now there is something they have, they have never been able to discover. Because man has his limitations. That is the spiritual world. That is so vital, that is so uh, powerful influencing us down here. So we are going to start to share about that. The spiritual geography. Geography. Man and also his surroundings. We shall read from the book of Second uh, Corinthians, chapter twelve, verse two. Please, all of you, feel welcome. Our brothers and sisters around the country. And around the different countries around us. And also those that are overseas. You see uh, today. Because of the situations around us. Our fellowship is not by geographical uh, distance. No, it is by spiritual distance. Because whether you are living uh, uh, just a few meters from a, 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 a church structure, it is still not there for you. Especially for the churches, uh, for the countries where there is still this lockdown. So you find you make a choice on the church to fellowship with online. Uh, whether it is near you geographically, Oh, it is far from you geographically. Because they are all close. They are all equally close. No, they are all equally close. The distance is the same whether you are living in Canada. And uh, the church in Uganda here. And the church in Canada. They are all equally close. They reach you by pressing a button. Not by moving there. So we appreciate all of you who have chosen to fellowship with us this morning. Amen. Amen. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2. The read truly so, okay. 12 of 2. Okay, yeah. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. Whether in body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third heaven. Timanyo muntumu Christu. Eyaka male miaka ekuminena. Oba mubiri simanyi. Oba watari mubiri simanyi. Katonda yamanyi. Okutuaribwa omuntu alibwa atyo mugurelio kusatu. You see Paul 
to be humble. He said, I knew a man in Christ. Paulo kubela omweto waze ya yogira nagamanyi omuntu mu Christu. But he is the man. Neyenga yeke njini ye muntu oyu. Paul is the man. Paulo ye muntu oyu. But he could not say I. Neyenga yeta subala gamanze Paulo. You see, the, the letter I is in between the word pride. Pride is P-R-A-I-D-E. Two letters first, then I, then two letters next. So when someone is found of saying I, 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 me, 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 me. There is something wrong. So Paul to avoid that. He said, I knew a man in Christ. Christ. Above 14 years ago. Whether in the body I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third Heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in body or out of the body, I cannot tell God knoweth. How that he was caught up into the paradise and had unspeakable words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such an one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. Now we thank God so much for setting the spirit on earth to interpret these words. His spirit. Amen. Through the ministry he promised of Elijah the prophet. And through again another place which he termed up the ministry of the seventh angel. You see many people don't understand there was such a there were to be a special ministry on earth before Jesus could come and take the church. A very special ministry. He said, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day. He was to forerun that. And then also in the book of Revelation chapter 10 verse 7 say, when the seventh angel in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when it shall begin to sound uh, the mystery of God shall be finished. Now the seventh angel you see the seventh angel is the last angel. There are seven angels in total. 
Each one coming with a trumpet sounding his message. But the final one is the seventh one. And that is the angel to the seventh church age. Uh, when Jesus appeared to John to give him the divine plan uh, for this uh, New Testament generation. He had seven stars in his hands. And he was walking in the midst of seven candlesticks. And he explained to him what the seven uh, golden candlesticks mean they are seven churches and the seven stars in the right in my right hand are the seventh angels to these seven churches churches and every time he addressed the church he addressed it he uh, he addressed it through an angel to the angel of the church of Ephesus to the angel of the church of Smyrna to the angel of the church of Sad then finally to the angel of the church of Laodicea so what who is an angel? The angel, angel means messenger. It may be a heavenly one or an earthly one. But in the language of God, such a messenger is an angel. So this church age, the seventh one, which is the last one, has an angel. Has a messenger. Of course, we have many ministers around the earth. So many preachers in different denominations. In the message, so many ministers. But God has one major messenger through which he sent the message to this age. And the true preachers are the ones who recognize that major star and pick their light from it. They reflect the same light. They sound the same voice. Those are the only preachers of God. In every age. So I started by saying I thank God for the seventh angel. I thank God for this ministry that to reveal to us all these mysteries laid in the Bible. I don't want to go off my subject but the Bible is sealed before the lamp opens it. Amen. Mm. The Bible talks in Revelation 5 how there was uh, uh, an, uh, an occasion in heaven where there was uh, uh, one who had the title deed, 
of redemption. And uh, it was a book sealed with the seven seals. And that was God himself. And one strong angel proclaimed with a strong voice. Who can take the book? And break the seals thereon. And there was no one worthy in heaven. No one was worthy on earth. And John says he wept. He cried. Because there was no one that was worthy to take that book. And to lose the seals. Why did he cry? Because that is a title deed of redemption. Without it being opened, if it remained in the sealed form, we, we are all lost. So he wept. As he began weeping, one of the elders tapped him and told him, Weep no John, for the Lamb of God has prevailed to take the book and to lose the seals thereof. And then he saw the Lamb. And who is the Lamb? Jesus Christ. Like slain from the foundation of the world. And he took the book and lose, broke the seals. Amen. Amina. And the first seal and the second seal up to the seventh. And now when we go to Revelation 10, we see the mighty angel coming down from heaven with an open book. Revelation 5 talks of a silver book. Five. Revelation 10 talks of an open book. It is not sealed any longer. It's open. And it comes down from heaven. That is Revelation 10.1. Then the story of his uh, descending goes on. And on the seventh verse of Revelation 10, that's where I say, and in the days of the verse of the seventh angel. So we see the angel, the mighty angel coming from heaven. And then we see the seventh angel. The seventh angel is the messenger of the seventh church age. He's the ministry promise of Elijah. According to Malachi 4 5. Another means the mighty angel that came down from heaven. When you see, if you see properly, you realize that is the Lord Jesus, is the angel of the covenant. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. He comes from heaven with an open book. And the seventh angel is on earth. And then he gives him the message for his age. And the message of his age is the message of the mysteries that were once sealed 
But now they are open. What I'm trying to say, that book of redemption is none other but the word of God. And the word of God has been sealed. It's written in symbols. Until in this last age, where it has been opened. So when we are reading this Bible, as the believers of the end time who have received the star for our age, we have received this Bible in the opened form. It is no longer sealed. It is open. The seals are off. So where the Bible talks over and the beast had seven hands, seven hands, ten horns. We are not seeing it as a beast. We see the action thing. And it came out of the water. We see what water is. When we see the woman uh, who, uh, who was a whore and he stood on many waters. We don't see a physical woman there sitting on oceans and seas and lakes. We see a church that is a, a, a whole church before God. So why these mysteries have been revealed? So the Bible we are reading today, we read it with, uh, with cover off. Praise God. That's why what has provoked me to go through all that is the language here. And your man in Christ about 15 years ago. Whether in body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up in the heaven. If an ordinary man is reading these words, these words confuse him. Whether in body or out of the body. Amen. He was caught up in the paradise and had unspeakable uh, words which is no lawful for man to utter. Of such an one, I will glory. Now, Kati, uh, Paul is saying Paul Agamba, uh, 14 years ago he was caught into the third heaven. And he says whether he was in the body or outside of the body cannot tell. Amen. Mm. So you see uh, you can be caught you go to another world outside the body leaving the body here. Or in body. Amen. Amen. 
So, uh, we want to add another scripture. We are still in the, on the scripture reading. First, first Peter, Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Hallelujah. Amen. A man caught out of this realm taken to another place, to the paradise, he saw things, he had things, that you cannot even utter, such great mysteries, that are not witnessed in this world, but they are in another spiritual world. Praise God. That, that was not a dream. Amen. It was more than a dream. Amen. First Peter 3.18 says, uh, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he must that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. You say, when Christ died, Christ what did the physical man witness? They saw a lifeless body, which they call a dead body, which they call a and then they took him to a grave. And then they took ointments and, uh, and uh, incense you know, to embalm the body because it was there. It was there in the grave. And the Roman soldiers rolled a big stone and covered it there. Sealed it there. They expected him to rot and disintegrate like all human beings. But the scripture is telling us here that not all was in that body. It is his body. I mean, not all was in that grave. It is just the body that was there. But he, he went and preached to the souls which were in prison. Amen? Yeah. The Bible says, cause it has called it prison. Bible, it is a comera. 
He preached unto the spirits which are in prison. So he was not just, he was not in the body there. The grave is not the end. They put him to the grave. They put a stone there. But he was not there. For him he was preaching. He was having a crusade. To another place. That is not physical. He was... In, he went to the, and prayed to the spirits that are in prison. Verse 20, which sometime were disobedient. When, when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing, wherein few. That is, eight souls we are saved by water. Those people who had died 2,000 years ago, they were in prison. They were still there. Alive. Their bodies, of course, dead, but they were still beings there. If Christ went to preach to them, it means they were still conscious, they could still hear and understand. Yes, so he went and preached to them. But where are there such people? Where is such a place? You cannot see it here on earth. But it is so real. The Christ took a journey. And went there. Found there in prison. And he preached to them. And also another scripture says when Jesus died at the cross that the earth shook and the graves opened and dead came out. Who are those that came out? They are the saints who died trusting on him. The Abrahams, the David, the Job, the, the Daniel, they came out of the grave. Praise God. So, human beings, men who dwell on earth, must know these things that the world we are in is not the beginning and the end of it all. There are other worlds. Hallelujah. Amina. There are other worlds that surround us that we can't witness. We cannot hear from. But they are so real. And more real than even this world that we live in. Hallelujah. Amen.
So that is what we want to share this morning. That's why I've called it spiritual geography. Man and his surroundings. Yes, we have surroundings. So we want to look at that. Amen. Praise God. So that as we walk here, we must be conscious of that. And I believe people behave the way they behave out of ignorance that there is a place or there are places. There is a, a prison for the disobedient. Amen. Amen. We have read it. Jesus went there yes, we and prayed to them. Do you think he saved any in that place? No. It was to indict them. You refused Noah. I'm the one who spoke through Noah. And I'm the one that the gospel of Noah referred to. And I'm here. I'm the one that Abel spoke about. I'm the one that Enoch spoke about. I'm the seed of the woman that was promised. You denied, you refused to hear the gospel. And I'm here. I'm real. I have defeated death. The grave. Amen. And, and it has no power anymore. Praise God. And then he went to the region of the blessed. He got them out. He rose with them. So we want to look at that. Now, I want to refer to quotes. Words spoken by William Branham. The prophet of the age. The vessel that God chose. For the seventh angel. And for Elijah's ministry on earth. In the last days. Amen. Amen. Here it says. Here as I've often said. I believe. In the church here. Uh, there is a row here like. In here lives mortal beings. And each one is in this great conglomeration. Of gaiety. Of blackness and darkness. Mortals live in here. Now they are either influenced from this way. Or from that way. That means us here. We are in conglomeration of blackness. Yeah, we don't know. We can't see beyond our 
end of sight. But we are influenced either from this way or that way. Influence. By that, I can see an example of a magnet. A magnetic material if you pass a magnet up magnet above it, it will start magnetizing it and attracting it to itself. And that magnet, magnet pass it above a needle. You see the needle beginning move like up and down like up and down like that and the more you lower the that uh, the more that needle will be influenced towards the magnet if you Lower it close enough the needle will jump and Attract to the magnet. Praise God. So that is what we mean by influence here. As we live here on earth. Sinner or saints. Every human being. Religious people. Lay people. Who are the rich. The presidents. The kings. The leaders. The nobles. All of us. Human beings. We are influenced. Like that needle we are talking about. There is a world that we cannot see. Where there is that magnet that influences you. Praise God. You find yourself behaving, moving, talking, acting, being under that influence. If the needle, I mean, if the magnet is put in a place where the needle cannot see, the needle will just feel like flying up. Or flying to that direction. There is a, a feeling that is telling it move this way. But it will it doesn't know why. Why it is being forced to, to behave the way it's behaving. To do what it is doing. But it is moving towards there. Or towards there. Where the magnet magnet is placed. You see? If you ask the needle. Why are you un, unsettled? Why are you moving? It will tell you it's not me doing it. But there is a force pulling me to that direction. Amen. Amen. 
depending on where the magnet is. Okusinzira wa magnet jetekedwa. If you put that magnet in the dustbin, magnet yo singo jiteka mukasasiro. The needle will feel like flying to the dustbin. If you put that magnet, magnet you sing you take to a corner, Munsonda, to a corner stand. Where there is a flower vase. Where there are nice pictures. A beautiful corner. Munsonde nunji. The needle will feel like Pulling, moving to that corner. If you ask it, what you moving? Singe mpise yojibuza. Ruachio tamla. Ruachio wenyenya. Where you are at unrest? Ruachio totereda wori. In moving towards that corner. Ero tamblo derien sonde yo. If it could talk, it would tell you it's not me doing. There is a force that is pulling me to that corner. That is what we are talking, we mean by influence. So as we live on earth, Every human being, every man, woman, girl, boy, old, young, you have an influence on you. There is a magnet pulling you. It's pulling you either to the region of the lost. Or to the region of the blessed. That is powerful. I love it. Amen. Yeah. Huh? Either influence from this way or from that way. You cannot be here a spiritual being. Sinner or saint without having an influence from the underworld or from the above world. If you are influenced from here, you are from above. Your celestial body is waiting up here. Oh, we shall talk about celestial bodies. We have every human being. You have a celestial body. That you call theophany body. theophany body. That's why when someone dies, actually, Amazima, he just realizes, oh, this is what it means to die. So I've died. Because I'm seeing my body there. And you see, he's here. And he's seeing his body there. So what is he seeing the body there? It is also you. It is you. 
the way you are. You still have hands, you still have legs, you still have eyes, you still have ears and nose and everything. And you are here and you are there. So what is there in this body that was born into this world and has grown to who you are now? And that is what is there. It has died. Paul said if my earthly tabernacle dissolves, there is another house in glory. A house not made with man's hand that I will enter in. And in this one, we groan to sin desiring to be clothed upon with the other one. Oh, hallelujah! Amen. In this one, we groan. You may not be there groaning, Oh God, I am tired of this body. I want the other one. Because you don't know. But all the same, you groan. Sometimes you feel this world is not uh, the right place for you. You feel you're longing for rest. You're longing for a better home. In this, than this one. You feel you desire a better place. A place of real rest. You don't know what you need. But you feel you are, you are not settled. You are not comfortable That is groaning. You groan. In this one we, we groan. Desiring to be clothed upon with the other one. So in this one, you are, no, you, are, you are anxious. You are not properly settled. You don't feel full satisfaction here. Like when man sang, this world is not my home. I am just passing through Ah, Another one is sang. That uh, he wanted to find a home. Where it is true and just that he had even to ask a beggar on the way to guide him where he can find such a thing. So he discovered that across the bridge is where there is a place where there will be no more sorrow. So Paul said in this one we groan desiring to be closed by prayer. So that body there that you are closed with after you have left this one is what is called the celestial body. 
the saints abatukuvu have it bagulina and the sinners have it nabono nyibagulina it is uh, the real you abagwe yenyini god has a, another copy of you katonda ina copy endala Actually, the original copy amazima ye copy yenyinye yegwe kenyini is there jori so he put you into this one kati yakuteka muguno this one was not perfect guno tegutukiride it's a duplicate of the other one guno photocopy yaguri but it looks like they look alike na yemi bilieje bilijifana this one grows and ages guno gukula ne gukadiwa but the other one does not grow na yegulite gukula what you will experience when you die chojjo kulirango ofude if you are a, a christian gobango limukristayo are redeemed eyanunulibwa you will see in this body ojakulaba mumubiri guno that you are in now ali mukati ngomazokufa you are in a different stature ngoli mumbera ndala if you die young bofango oli muto like age 12 there you realize you are a big a big youth but if you die old gray headed bald headed and wrinkled face and wrinkled eyes You will realize here you are a youth and that body there that you have lived in is laying there on the ground old so the other body is more real it doesn't need food to grow it's already at the prime age the prime age of a human being is 18 to 25 that is prime and then from there you begin dying deteriorating according to science you start growing the day you born 25 you stop growing and you start dying from 25 but prime is around that age Actually, in glory we shall be youth of about 18 to 24 there all of us so your theophany body is exactly you at what you will be at 18 20 there all what you were at that age I'm aware that I'm, I'm speaking to the young children and to the old people. So, so that's why I'm saying where you will be or where where. That is your theophany body. Your celestial body. Hallelujah. Mm. Now, 
When you die, you pull out of this and you enter the other one. This body we are in now, Brother Branham used to call it a pest house. Brother Branham nyumba you're full of pests. You're full of viruses and bacteria. That's why Job said, Though the skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh will I see God. He calls skin worms. They are there in you. If you die, and immediately they protect you from any fly falling on you. So that no infection will corrupt your body. You will still rot. And in you will be found worms. Because the worms are already there. Waiting for the breath of life to leave. Then they start feeding on you. My job said, Though the skin worms destroy my body, yet in my flesh will I see God. That is in the resurrection. Hallelujah! Amen. That's right. But the other body there, the celestial body, has no skin warm. It is perfect. It has no skin warm. So, the quote we have read, we have heard that we are influenced every person on earth. Everyone that is watching me online. I want you to hear this as you sit in your sitting room or wherever you are. You have a body. Sister, brother, brother, sister, there is another you somewhere. Gideon, as I stand here preaching, there is another Gideon in the unseen world. The body, my body, called the celestial body. In the, another language, it is called my angel. We shall see that in another, in another service. It's called your angel. So that body, celestial body of yours, is either in the underworld all in the glorious world. In the heavenly world. And that being of you that is not here, that is in the world. Keeps sending his influence on you. He's attracting you. Because remember, 
You are meant to put him on. So he keeps pulling you. Influencing you. Magnetizing you. If he is in the glory world. He's pulling you to love the word of God. To love righteousness. To love holiness. To love heavenly godly things. To part from sin. And to be more like Jesus. But if he is in the other underworld, he is influencing you. Because that magnet, as I said, if it is in the dustbin, it will pull the needle to the dustbin. He is pulling you to the bar. He is pulling you to immorality. To adultery and fornication. He's pulling you to drugs. He's pulling you to error. To politics. To wrong things. You are thirsting out of things of the world. Political power. Economic things. You can even forge, you can even steal. To have money. You are thirsting for the things that perish. The cost of God is word. You can stomp over God is word. To satisfy the flesh. Esau. Esau. He sold his birthright for a muzzle of meat. He, did, he despised that birthright because his other being was in the underworld. Jacob, Jacobo, he was willing to sacrifice anything. To have the birthright. Because his other being. Was in the glory. Yes, well. Hallelujah. Oh. These are very important words. He says. Your celestial body is waiting up. Here. But if you are wicked and hypocritical, a hypocrite is someone who lives in church, he has a form of godliness. But the life he lives private is sinful. And he has two images. Before people, he has an image of a, of a sister. An image of a brother. 
but the real life and he really desires and activities are filthy they are dark and he gets a dark curtain around him meaning he hides where they don't see and he does things that sinners do but before the public he's called a sister he's called a brother that is a hypocritical person he has two colors so the wicked and hypocritical and indifferent indifferent I don't think about it someone who resents the things of God when you preach the word to them, his heart doesn't take it. His heart resents the word. He resents the things of God. He is indifferent. When you preach to someone who is indifferent, you notice that his mind is not settled. He looks for where his phone is so that he places his mind on the phone. You look at him and he's not interested at all. Those are the indifferent people. You are celestial body. You the wicked. You the hypocritical. You the indifferent. Now I got it. Your celestial body is down here. Regardless of how much you think it's up there. Yeah, you may think it is up. Because religion deceived you. That you are a Christian. Christian. Because you got baptized, you have a second name, you have a religion, call yourself Catholic, Protestant Anglican, Protestant Anglican, which you call yourself Christian. But you are not saved. You are not redeemed. You are not transformed. You are not born again. So because you have a religion, as the Bible said, they shall be having a form of religion. But denying the power thereof. Because of religion, you think you are going to heaven. But you are other body celestial is beneath is in the regions of the lost. It is in the prison. 
and therefore it is pulling you to join That's it. That's why you are indifferent to preach. When you hear a preacher mention things you are guilty of instead of repenting you dislike him. You take him rude you take him evil because you don't want to change you are indifferent the children of God when they hear the word of God they get pricked in their hearts and they say what can I do to change but those whose bodies, whose celestial beings are in hell, they detest the preacher. And they say he's hard. He's rude. But uh, judgment, on the day of judgment, Judgment will be harsh. And the Bible says, Judgment begins in the house of God. No wonder we are not liked. I can't imagine a criminal liking a judge. How can a criminal like the judge? He puts him on tension. You enter. No ingira. I don't know whether they enter when they are handcuffed. And this man is having your file there. That has been compiled by the CIDs. Every detail of your case. And the judge has it there. And God's face your records. And then justice is going to be applied. How can you like that person? That's why. The people who are lost. They don't like the preaching. The preaching of righteousness. That's why they hate evangelists. Because evangelists bring judgment to them. And the true preachers, they are judges, temporary judges. The Bible says judgment begins in the house of the Lord. There is a man one time we fellowshiped with him. Yeah. Service. After preaching very hard, he had fasted and quarreled with his wife. After the service, he took me aside. Service, he said, I'm offended. I'm offended. How could my wife 
called you. His wife was not a member of the church here. And he thought his wife called me. And reported him to me. So I am preaching him. How could my wife call you? And reporting me to you. And instead of putting me aside to correct me. You put me on the pulpit. I never received a wife. His wife's call. And never had his number. We have never talked. I don't know the tone of her voice. But now, what if that was true? That the wife had called me and told me about it. And I rebuke it without mentioning his name. What would be evil about that? Huh? What would be evil? Because, you mean, a judge, when he is uh, addressing you, issue, he's not beating around the bush. He has your file. So, is that a problem? For him to ask you of the or to indict you of the things that are he knows about you. By the file he has here. Doesn't the Bible say. Those who sin. Rebuke before all. This is Paul writing to Timothy. Instructing him how. To administer the church. And he's telling him. Those who sin. Rebuke before all. That others may fear. So what's wrong with a preacher preaching. What he knows about you. He may or he may not mention your name. But even when he has not mentioned your name. You find you are the one guilty of it. And then you, uh, uh, you hurt him. No muchawa. You dislike him? No, muchawa, no tamuagala. I have been many times seated in church, and a preacher, it's like re he's reading my my life. Emiruni mingi imbadde konga ntude mukanisa ombuli zingabuli na nena bangari mukusomobula mubwangi. And he's coming from a very far country. Ngato ombuli zoya vamunsi yewala. But what I do? Nechenkola. 
When I just say God, I just wish when will time come for prayer. I want to settle this with God. And I bow on my knees. Mm -hmm. Sometimes put my head in the sand, in the ground, and repent. Brother Branham said, I make inventory of myself every day. Because I don't want trouble on that day. I have to straighten my record every day. I don't want trouble on that day. That's what an elect does. An elect can also make mistakes. He can also fail. But when they hear the word of God. They gladly receive it. And they straighten. Yes. So you say no matter how much you think. Regardless of how much you think it's up there. Because the fruit that you bear before people proves where you are from. So you are here what you are somewhere else. You are here what you are somewhere else. If you are living in the region of the lost, you are other images there. Your celestial body is there. That's in the region of the lost. It's a region of Satan and his devils, his angels. So that's where your other being is. How are you expected to love the word of God here? And how are you expected to live righteousness? The influence on you is from there. You are a needle whose magnet is down there. And it is pulling you to there. How will you not? How can you help to love things that are contrary? No wonder you quarrel and you argue wanting to, de to defend contrary things. You are what you are somewhere else. If your celestial being is in glory, you love truth. You love the word of God. You love righteousness. Praise God. You can't help that. 
You love true gospel. So you are here. What you are somewhere else. Your life that you live here is just reflecting what your inheritance is when you live here. Another quote. What you are here is a reflection of what you are somewhere else. Those who he called, he justified. The right those who he justified he has glorified already in the presence of the father we have a glorified body ah, we'll find out whether it's right or not if this other tabernacle be dissolved we have one already waiting that's right so right now and what we are there is a reflection. Here, what we are here is a reflection of what we are somewhere else. So if your deeds are evil, you know where it comes from. You know where your other bodies wait. It's waiting for you somewhere. We When you die, you enter it. And you continue. Or you enter it and you continue. Ah. Praise God. Now, Kati. Uh, let me go to my last part of this service today. But we cannot finish this. It's a long subject. We shall proceed next Sunday, God willing. So there we have talked about influences. Influences. Yeah, from the underworld or from the upper world. You are here and you have an influence from whichever side. Sometimes you wonder how can someone be that wicked? How can someone be that mean? Huh. Like what, are, what is shaking America today? I looked at the, at the video of the policeman. Who put his knee in the neck of another. And the man pleaded for his life. Please, I can't breathe. Please, you're, you're breaking my neck. And the man continued until the man died. And you wonder, how can someone be that weak? How can someone be that mean? That evil. It is not them. There is a place where they are influenced. I'm not judging that man. He could be a sinner. But an elect. Tomorrow he repents. You never know. But all the same, it shows you the heart of Satan. How 
how wicked Satan is. That he can influence a human being. Until that human being behaves not himself. He behaves and human. And it is really human because it is not himself. There is something using him somewhere. Praise God. Now, let us talk about these, these worlds which are in the spiritual language you call them dimensions. We call them dimension. Now, first of all, in this earth we are in, we are given to experience uh, three dimensions. We physically uh, experience three dimensions here in this physical mortal world. The first dimension, in total we have seven dimensions. Huh? We are talking of seven dimensions. But the three, we experience them here on earth physically. The first one is light. Light is a dimension. Uh, science tells us why you are able to see an image is because light reflects it to your eyes. I'm seeing this brother because light has reflected him into my through my eyes to my mind. Yeah. So light rays capture him and they bring his image through my eyes to my mind. Praise God. If light goes off, I cannot see him. I cannot see him. Yet he's there. So there are people who are born without eyes. So they, what they are denied by lacking eyes, they are denied to live in the dimension of light. They are, that light, that dimension is close from them. They don't know what 
a pink flower looks like. They don't know what a white flower looks like. They marry wives and husbands and they don't know how they look like. They just touch them. And they cannot tell the difference. They cannot know whether they are white I don't know whether they tell them you are beautiful because how do you know I'm beautiful? Because they cannot tell how their eyes look like, how their teeth look like. They are denied that world, that dimension of light. But for you who can see, you are blessed to live in that dimension. The second dimension is matter. This is matter. Air is matter. You can feel it. Matter. That is the dimension. This earth is material. Physical things. Matter. Amen. Hmm. And then the third dimension is time. We are conscious today that we are it's a Sunday. And tomorrow we Tomorrow we are beginning a new week. And we are conscious that uh, one time we were young and now we are old. Time. We think about the future. We think about the past. We are about history. And we know the regime we are in. And we know the times we are in. We can say things have changed. In those days, it used to be like this. We don't know what will happen in future. There we are talking about Time dimension. Amen. Amina. Now, Kati. those are three of seven. Now, there is uh, those other dimensions. The remaining dimensions, we don't experience them naturally. But the fourth one, science has managed to transfer us there. Science has to bring it to us. Let me read a quote here. Now, but we have contact through science. The fourth dimension. Science not kuasaganya as it was. Because coming right through this building now, Bam's pictures, voices of radio, pictures on television, that our senses 
does not contact that. But yet they have a tube all a crystal that picks up those waves and manifests them. Nenga tebarina ebiuma ebikwata empewezo babyfana nyebyo nebibirabisa. So you see right in this building now is live actions of people mulimu ebintu ebigena masse byabanga live voices amarobozi they are here we know it tuchimanyi they are absolutely the truth. And the only thing you do, they catch it. Ah. That's why I've always told you, in, the in this lockdown, that we are fellowshipping in the fourth dimension. Because right now, I'm aware you are watching me right in your house. And I'm, all, I'm also in my conscience. I see you seated in your home. With your family. Watching a screen. Or listening to my voice. So how is it possible. To transfer this Pulpit. This background. Background to you. Like now, this is a, a like you are the congregation. Seated in this church. Actually, the more you close your eyes to your house. And transfer it to church. And see yourself sitting in the speckled bad tabernacle. The better. And I'm, I'm aware I have a congregation. Yes. And even here I'm seeing them. People who are watching. There are very many. Right now I'm, I'm seeing 49 people. And there are those who don't show their you cannot identity their identity cannot be seen but they are watching. And this is I think only by Facebook. But, uh, there are those on YouTube and different channels. I cannot see you. And yet you are watching. And when we see 48, right, right, like right now, there were 51, now 48, for now 49, because Katibadia. sometimes the network goes on and off like that. And those are very many people, maybe like uh, over 200. They could be even more than like 400, because many times in my house alone, uh, the people who are following one gadget, there are about 10 people. So we are, we are able to see there is a gadget of so We have him following. But, uh, but around him, there are many other people. 
Yes. Wow. I can even mention the people who are following because I'm seeing you here. Yes. Now, Kati. Uh, how is that possible? It is possible for us to meet through the fourth dimension. Even there is a system how I can do it here. And I see your faces. And as I speak, you're seeing me and I'm also seeing your faces. So, what is that? That is a dimension. There is a, here, here there is a, a gadget invented by man that catches, enters that dimension and then it channels me it channels this environment, this place, to your gadget there. For your information, if there was no that gadget, if there is no camera here, and there is no systems here catching, covering me here, still, Era. I would be moving around the world with my brother here. But I cannot be seen because I'm not channeled. Captured and channeled. But what I'm doing here would be moving around the world in the form of waves. Waves in the air. A radio, radio is nothing but uh, air waves that take sound. When you speak Boyogera, and you're not on radio capturing radio instruments capturing what you're saying. You are still creating radio. You are still speaking on radio. When you are abusing your wife, you are abusing your wife, your husband, you are speaking on radio. But only there is no gadget that is catching and transmitting it. But you are speaking on radio. Huh? When you are stealing, you are still doing things on TV. TV. Only you are doing that thing in a place where there is no Camera capturing to, ca to send you to other people. The camera is a policeman camera mu police. <laughs> that is reporting. Aropa. But he doesn't add anything. He's only reporting what he's seeing. But if it is not there, 
Still there is a television. TV. There is an internet. But that is lacking a gadget transmit. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That's why on the day of judgment, it will be easy. Whatever you, you said, whatever you did, will play there. Because it is on the internet. It is on television. TV. Oh, that was not covered by a, a machine. But it went into the dimension that is television. When I when I speak, when someone calls you and you answer, that is radio. You call your child. Sam, come. Sam, Jimmy, come. Jimmy, That is radio. But it is it is limited. It is a short radio. It cannot be heard by someone who is a hundred kilometers away. So the gadget only transmits and sends it further. When you are in the field watching football, what you are watching, you are watching, that is television. If there is no gadgets catching it, it ends there. But it is still television and it is in the air. Actually, scientists say that they have instruments today that could go in the sky and, and catch words of people who lived even 2,000 years ago. Why? Their words and actions are in the air. They are in that dimensional television and radio. They are in waveforms. Air Ah, it's like water. When you throw a stony water on any body water, you create waves. Circular waves. They go around and around and around. And they continue. Science says those waves no, never die. They go and reach the bank of the ocean there and come back and continue. They can become too tiny until they are in the microphone. So they are called microwaves. microwaves. And you need a machine to, to magnify them, them to see them. 
But they are still there. And they will never die. As long as this world lives. Just you throw stone in the past. You were created well that will never die. You just become too tiny. They cannot be seen. But they are there. So now compare that with the air waves. When you speak a word, it goes into the air waves. And the waves continue around the world. Around the world. In the air there, they become too tiny. But they are there. When you do an act, that act does not die. It goes into the waves. In our long language here, what you can call a te television form or film or video. And they keep that image keeps going. And it goes and goes around the world. Ten years, twenty years, a hundred years, a thousand years, a million years. Still in the air. In the dimension, that is fourth dimension. Praise God. And on the day of judgment, God will just put his screen there, his divine screen, and it will catch those words, and it will catch that video, and play it back. There will be no, some people will say, ah, you will answer before, they think they will be answering. You cannot answer God. He will not ask, did you do this? Didn't you do it? There will not be answering, exchanging words with God. You will simply be, you will face your record. Is the right language. Yeah, it will be a facing record. How do you answer about something, an evidence that is clear there? If a murderer is caught by a camera, and as he goes to court, the Video is played. Video He's the one healing. What does he have to answer? But just to face a record. Yeah. This is clear to you. Killing this person. So what do you can you answer? Nothing. Because you can't deny. You simply face your record. That's why it will be very dreadful to stand before the judgment bar. And 
and face that dreadful judge that's why the Bible says the earth will flee from him and men and women will run to the mountains and they will tell them fall on us cover us from the wrath of that man that is seated on the throne. It will be terrible. That's why the Bible says, Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven and whose iniquity shall not be remembered. There is one good news about this. That the blood of Jesus Christ has power. If you repent, turn to God, confess your wrongs, forsake them, turn to God. God releases the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus follows that picture. It follows that voice in the waves and it destroys it. And that video becomes blank. It cannot, it cannot show that devil can never bring it in court to convict you because it is blank. I imagine the devil coming with a video before God. I said, that Gideon there did this. Did this. Did this. Here is a video. Video him doing all those things. And I can place it here as an evidence of him doing that. And as he places it there, it reads blank. What has made it blank? The blood of Jesus. When Gideon repented. Blessed are the man. Whose sins are forgiven. And whose iniquity. Shall not be remembered. That's why we sing with emotion. About the blood of Jesus. About the cross. That's what he did for us. Oh, blessed be his holy name. judgment. Man who has not made the saving blood of Jesus Christ. He will face his record. And then sent into the lake of fire. Amen. So, the fourth dimension is that one of television. TV. It is that one of radio. It is that one of internet. Amen. If your grandmother, grandfather, who never experienced this, if you told him there is something called camera that can be put there, and then it sends you to 
to Europe. Singo mugamantu walwe chintu chiti wa kamera chisobolo chisobolo kuteke bwao ne chikukwata ne chikulaga abebulaya. And people in Europe are seeing what you're doing here. Abebulaya ne bala byoli mukola wano. Aja gamba batia. They cannot fathom it. Yet that dimension was here. But man had not invented. So much as that dimension was here and it was a mystery. And an unbelievable mystery. Huh? That is how Heaven is here. And it's also a mystery. And that is how hell is also a mystery. And, and it is also a mystery to the physical person. Now, fifth dimension. We have finished the fall. Now, the fifth dimension is where the sinner the unbeliever dies and goes to. The fifth dimension is that kind of well, the horrible dimension. Amen. Amina. So when people die and they are sinners, who is a sinner? Is someone who refused the Lord Jesus and this glorious gospel. They hide in religion. Like Adam and Eve hid in leaves. To hide their shame. To feel covered. But God did not approve their leaves. I'm an Anglican. I'm a Pentecostal. I have a church. I'm also born again. And they are only hiding in those places. But they are not saved. They have never met Jesus. On radio, radio this morning, what I preach, I read it from the scripture. In Ephesians 1, where Paul was telling them, in whom you trusted, when you heard the gospel of your salvation, in whom you trusted. And I concluded by saying, if you die, Brother Branham was asked, can a Catholic die and go to heaven? He said, whether Catholic or Anglican, whatever thing, if he dies trusting in that religion, he is lost. But if he dies trusting on the Lord Jesus Christ, he is saved. Salvation is only in one place. That is in Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the word of God. There are people we read to the word. Portions of the word. And they reject them. They them. And they still claim to be Christians. Having resented the word of God. You are shown that baptism 
is by Marson resented and it's clear in the Bible and it is in the name of Jesus Christ clear. you resent it you say I have my religion I will consult my bishop where is your trust and you're told, you're shown the Bible that there is a way God designed a woman to dress. And there is a way he designed a, a man to dress. And a man who dresses like a woman becomes an abomination. And a woman who dresses like a man is an abomination in the sight of God and you argue and you resent and you question it but you want to think on a Christian because some leaves were formed by some organization Yes, by some religious organization. They put them together. I used when I remember when we, we were young. We used to make hats out of leaves. They are leaves that stick to one another. We would harvest them. And we stick them together. We make a heart. And you put it on the head. A heart. Or some cup. Made of leaves. But few hours. The heart withers away. It's made of leaves. So there is some organization. In Rome. Or in England. All in America. That sticked leaves together. And made some covering for you. And you think you are covered. You think you are a Christian. When you are not. A Christian. He trusts the word of God. God. He trusts the Bible. And whatever thing the Bible tells him, the Bible goes there. And that is his defense. That is his fortress. Not Bishop Swanso. Bishop Not Cardinal. Not Pope. Not Mary. Maria. Not Saint. Not denomination but trusting in Jesus. He was wounded for our trust. Bruised for our iniquities. Chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we are Come unto me you who labor and I and I will give you rest. He never pointed us to any denomination. I am the way. I am the truth. I am life. 
I am the water of life. He that drinks from me shall never thirst. Him. In him is life. In whom he trusted. When you heard the gospel of salvation. In whom? My faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the sinner, when he dies, and we have seen who the sinner is, the sinner is the unbeliever. Who is the non-believer? The unbeliever is that person who covers himself behind a religion. But denying the gospel in its fullness. So why are we here? Why are we telling our women and our daughters not to preach? In Pentecostals, every pastor, his wife is his assistant. Because if he dies, the ministry remains in the hands of the family. That's the trick. Go to Miracle Center. Go to Prayer Palace. Go to Christian Life. Name them. Go to victory. Every one of them. Their wives are the second in command. Why? Go to Christian Focus Center. Because the ministry of where is is their source of income, is their business. So when they die, they wanted to remain with the family. But why do we not allow our women to usurp authority? My wife is neither deacon, she's neither trustee, she's neither preacher in this church. Why? Why have we gone that narrow way? Why have we sacrificed that? Voluntarily. If I chose to be a preacher in those places, I can be a preacher of that caliber, of that kind. But we chose to obey the word. Whether we like it or not. We crucify our desires. Yes. We crucify our desires. To allow the word of God reign. In us. Praise God. Why don't we allow our daughters. To wear trousers. And to wear makeup. And our sons. To plate their hair like women. 
Like we see some places. Why are we against that? Because the word of God tells us it is an abomination. Why don't we allow our women, our men to drink? Or to smoke? Why do we bind our men to one wife? Yet, even some of those women are so complicated. But we bind them to them and we tell them, we have people here in the church who for some reason or before or later, they separated separated with their spouses. And we have bound them never to marry. And their young women. And others are young men. If they want to go to heaven, they must stay. Why that Why the squeeze? Because we have to believe Jesus. Jesus is the word. Praise God. What the word says is what, what influences and rules reigns in us. So a sinner is that person who refuses the word to rule him. The word of Jesus. Jesus said, why do you say you love me? And you refuse my commandments. Even when he was here on earth. He saw people who said they love him. And they refuse his commandments. Hypocrites. Now, where do they go? Where do such people go? They go to the fifth dimension. Sorry. Not, not those ones. Sabo. Ah, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's where. Now, the fifth dimension is where the sinner, the unbeliever dies and goes to. It's a horrible dimension. And when a Christian dies, he goes into the sixth dimension. And God is in the seventh dimension. Now you see, the Christian when he dies, he goes under the altar. Right into the presence of God. Under the, under the altar. And he is at rest. Now break it down. When a man has a nightmare, he's not altogether uh, asleep. Neither is he aware. He's between sleep and awake. And that's what makes him horrible shaking and screaming. Because he's not asleep. He's not awake. And to take that shows where a man goes when he dies and converted. He's leave He's lived his, his time up. He's dead on earth. And he cannot go in the presence of God. Because he cannot fit to go. Without the blood. And he's caught. 
And he cannot come back to us. Because his time is finished. And he is caught between. And he is a nightmare. He can't go in the presence of God. And he cannot come back to the earth. Because his time is up. Friend. One day your time will be up. No matter what man will do. No matter what doctors will do. When your time is up. When God says your time is up. It is up. And then we human beings. We say. May he so rest in eternal peace. Yes. Wow. I also said. Even when a, I know a man has not been a believer, he refused the gospel when he was alive just to be kind. To the people, his family, let them feel a bit some hope. But you cannot be on earth. You hear the gospel. For some reason. Or for some cheap popularity. You refuse to accept it. And to identify yourself with it. And then you die. And you go to heaven. Never. Never be deceived. Never. A man who hears the you know, God makes sure nobody dies before he hears the gospel. And then you refuse it. Others accept it. You refuse it. You say, how can I be part of those people? Those illiterate, those lockdown. There is a way people of the world despise the Christians. And then you die. No fa. In that rebellion. Your time is up. Whether we sympathize with you. Whether we have a lot of feelings for you. When your time is up, it's up. It is us who are surprised. But the day you were born, God knew the day you will exit this world. You entered through Mulago Hospital. Sambia, wherever, there is an entrance, there is an exit. That's why every hospital has a labor ward. That is an entrance to the earth, to the world. And then it has a guanica. An exit from the earth God knew when you must enter and he knew when you are going to exit and he makes sure when you are here on earth 
you are given enough time. A lot of chances to encounter the gospel. You hear the gospel that is kind. You hear the gospel that is hard. A hard gospel that rebukes. A gospel that encourages. You are told how God loves you. You are told how God is a God of judgment. You all. And you refuse to make a decision. You refuse many times and enough. You have your excuses. They even people who have very, very funny excuses. They say, uh, most of those people are not of our tribe. In that church, we don't see people of our tribe. How can you say go into church where your tribe mates are not? They have every excuse that, that is put on a page of God that will be put on the page of God's fire that is so strong to convict them. Yeah, that preacher is not uh, an elite. So how can you go to church? Where they are not your class. Social status. Huh? Mm. Enough excuses. Praise God. And then you die. Finished. And people say, may he so rest in may he so rest. By the way, that is not even a word to use. May he so rest in eternal peace. Ah. You are so. Is in, is in a place where you are going when you are still on earth. No prayer, no wishes can make change where you have lived. You've been here on earth living in hell. All in eternal peace. The Bible says where a tree leans. That's where it falls. So, if we if wishes were horses, even beggars would be riding. So saying, may his soul rest in eternal peace. Is a beggar wishes to have a horse. Cannot change anything. Then sixth dimension. Now the sixth dimension is in Christ. The saints, dead saints. Resting saints. Who is completely work finished on earth. And has entered into rest with Christ under the altar. Beautifully. 
awalunji you could you could parallel it like a wonderful dream oinza chigiragira ne chirote chirunji that you didn't want to wake up ngaroyagala na kuzuka kuchivamu enter dream it's natural It's real. But I'm just making a parable to you. And because the seventh dimension is God alone. Praise God. Now, because of time, I will end here. But I wished to add Brother Branham's experience in both places. Because by the grace of God, he entered the heavenly dimension, the fifth dimension. And by the grace of God also, he entered the sixth. Maybe next time, Whether in the course of the week I wish we could have time in the course of week I don't know but uh, if not we we shall may God help me to start there He said when he reached the dimension of the lost He entered there at the age of 14 his, his friend shot him and accidentally And started bleeding taken to the hospital they tried to do all they could to save his life but it was not possible then he passed out he found himself going through clouds and dark clouds, and dark clouds. he was going down no reaching the destination He said that dimension is so horrible. He said talk of hell being a burning place. He said it's not burning like burning fire. But if it was fire burning that would be a million times better. Than that place. He said, God help you never to go that place. He said, it lacks words to explain. And he said, then he went to the blessed place. One time he was laying on his bed. And he started wondering. Oh, I fear death. We die and become a spirit. What is a spirit? Maybe just like a, a little smoke cloud. And you, you look at a smoke there and say, that is the spirit. Brother Swanso. And I'm here also I'm like a spirit. I'm like a cloud. Then a voice told him, would you like to see what is beyond the cat? He said, yes, Lord. It was towards morning. He was laying on his bed. And his wife was there. Yes, Lord. It would do me a lot of good. Then he's like a wind. And he found himself up here. And was seeing his body really there. old wrinkled. And here he was. A young man. And then he met these people. 
never saw a wonderful green nice field and they came in pulling on their long robes nice barefooted handsome and beautiful people he said he has not seen beautiful people and handsome people on earth like that beautiful robes we are glad you have come and we are real and he was real and they explained things to him here on earth we, here, here in this place we don't eat we don't drink we don't get hungry we don't get hungry we don't sleep we don't get sleep we are, every time is like day is, is like a, there was no day, there was no night. No hungry, no tiredness, no Nothing, no sin, no temptation. They said, you know, one day we shall go down to the earth again and pick our bodies. You see, they are in bodies. And they are telling him we shall go and pick out the bodies. And there we shall, that, that time then we shall be eating. And he told them, I want to see Jesus. They told him, You can't see him. He's in another dimension. And they told him, One day, we shall be gathered around you. You shall be judged according to the gospel that you preach. And then when you are when you accepted, we shall all be accepted. He asked, Will Paul also be judged? They told him, Yes. He will also be judged by the gospel he preached. He said, If Paul and his people go through, I and my people shall go through. Because I preach what Paul preached. Those multitudes, they all shouted, We are resting on that. We are resting on that. He said there is no vocabulary on any language on earth they can describe the beauty, the goodness that is in that dimension. If you say it is excellent, superb, magnificent, it is an, an underword. It's an understatement. Praise God. And it is real. It is a dimension. Just like we talked about the four dimensions. The other one is also a dimension. And it is so real. Those dimensions around us. As we speak now, your celestial body is in one of the two. That's why you are attracted to the things that you are attracted. I have had Dovala.
on the faraway strand. Tis a beautiful home, oh, the soul. Built by Jesus on Now we never shall die It is a land Where we'll never grow Never grow a land where I will never grow old, never grow old, oh, never grow old, in a land where I will never In that beautiful home Where I will never more roam We shall be in the sweet by and by Happy praise to thy King through it I need to sing Tis a land where we we'll never shall die Oh, never grow old Never grow old In the land Will never grow old. Hallelujah. Oh, never grow old. Oh, never grow old. In a land where will never grow old. When I walk. Here is done, and the light crown is war, and our troubles and trials are over. All our sorrow will end, and the voices will play. Oh, never grow.
for your throne of mercy. Now we know you are so real. Your throne is so real. The kingdom of God is so real. Forgive us of our ignorances, Lord. Our wrongs and our shortcomings, Lord. The mistakes that we have staggered into. Being blinded, Lord, by the forces that are around us and following influences that are not right. Forgive us, Lord, and open our eyes, Lord. Every day, Lord God, let our eyes be open. Seeing, Lord, Looking at Jesus Christ, the author and finish of our faith, shining things that come from the region of Satan, but following God, following Jesus Christ and His Word. Please, Lord, forgive us. Please, Lord, forgive your people. Those that we are with in the service this morning through this fourth dimension where by the invention of man's machines we can hear and watch one another yet in different Zones, time, and distances that are very far. Some are as far as thousands of miles away. in countries that are very far. They cannot be driven or one cannot drive a car on land to reach there but has to but here we are in the same service communicating together and sharing fellowship and sharing the feeling of the Holy Spirit Lord Bless them, Lord, I pray. Bless your children everywhere. Anoint them with the Holy Spirit. Heal the sick, Lord. The oppressed, set them free, Lord. 
Lord, let your Holy Spirit break every peter. Let him remove every burden that, was, that is on the shoulders of your children. Let the Holy Spirit influence us day and night. Bless your children, Lord. Let your mercy and your goodness rest upon them. Thank you, Father. Heal the sick. Provide to them. We believe, Lord, that you are watching your covenant upon us even in these terrible times that our supply comes from heaven not from this world therefore your children will not lack but you will make a way to feed and to meet all their needs the way you did to the children of Israel in the wilderness you closed them you gave them water from you gave them manna from heaven even your children Lord you will provide to them regardless of the difficulties that are on earth today help them Lord I commit them to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.